This is the Wikipedia page for Sebaceous Gland. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW. And I'm Victor Vernado, KSN, everybody. Please subscribe to this podcast because that's how we party. Yep. Please finance our partying. Really? You're just grabbing for big bags of money? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> My Venmo is Rachel Dash Teichman. Uh, okay. <laughs> Are you going to start? Sebaceous gland. Oil gland redirects here. For the secretion of oil by preening of birds, see uropygeal gland. Not to be confused with sebaceous adenitis. A sebaceous gland is a microscopic exocrine gland in the skin that opens into a hair follicle to secrete an oily or waxy matter called sebum, which lubricates the hair <laughs> and skin of mammals. In fact, we're reading this article because Victor finds the word sebum really funny. The word sebum is hilarious. And so that's the only reason we're reading this article. Sebum was mentioned in another article. And I was like, I got to find out more about sebum. Sebum is where we get pimples. In humans, sebaceous glands occur in the greatest number on the face and scalp, but also on all parts of the skin except the palms of the hands and soles of the feet. In the eyelids, mybomian glands, also called tarsal glands, are a type of sebaceous gland that secrete a special type of sebum into tears. Surrounding the female nipple, areolar glands are specialized sebaceous glands for lubricating the nipple. Fortis spots are benign, visible, sebaceous glands found usually <laughs> on the lips, gums, and inner cheeks and genitals. A lot of great information here. Yeah. I would say. And also, in general, I would say, I know this is dry text, but it's kind of hilarious. <laughs> I think this is a good page. We'll see. I don't find this dry at all. I find it very interesting. Structure. Location. Sebaceous glands are found throughout all areas of the skin except the palms of the hands and soles of the feet. There are two types of sebaceous glands, those connected to hair follicles and those that exist independently. Sebaceous glands are found in hair-covered areas where they are connected to hair follicles. One or more glands may surround each follicle, and the glands themselves are surrounded by erector pili muscles forming a pilosebaceous unit. The glands have an achenar structure like a many-lobed berry in which multiple glands branch off a central duct. The glands deposit sebum on the hairs and bring it to the skin surface along the hair shaft. The structure, consisting of hair, hair follicle, erector pili muscles, and sebaceous gland, is an epidermal invagination known as pilosebaceous unit everyone i think that this would make an excellent drinking game like every time you hear the word <laughs> sebum this episode we should turn this episode into a drinking game when you hear the word sebum in fact if you are in the future playing that drinking game drink now because i'm about to say sebum sebaceous glands are also found in hairless areas glabrous skin of the eyelids, nose, penis, labia minora, the inner mucosal membrane of the cheek and nipples. Some sebaceous glands have unique names. Sebaceous glands on the lip and mucosa of the cheek and on the genitalia are known as four dice spots. And glands on the eyelids are known 
as mybomian glands. Sebaceous glands of the breast are also known as Montgomery's glands. <laughs> I would name these, uh, these breast glands after myself. Thank you. <laughs> you can see an example of Montgomery's glands if you hover your mouse over it. <laughs> yeah, I, I just hovered my mouse over it. It was a picture of boobs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Montgomery? I really want to find out more. There is a Wikipedia page for it, so we, we, we may have to do that. Development: Sebaceous glands are first visible from the 13th to the 16th week of fetal development as bulgings off hair follicles. Sebaceous glands develop from the same tissue that give rise to the epidermis of the skin. Overexpression of the signaling factors WNT, MYC, and SHH, otherwise known as SH, also increase the likelihood of sebaceous gland presence. The sebaceous glands of a human fetus secrete a substance called vernix caseosa, a waxy translucent white substance coating the skin of newborns. After birth, activity of the glands decrease until there's almost no activity during ages two to six years, and then increases to a peak of activity during puberty due to heightened levels of androgens. Wiki listeners, please listen to this message to help support us. Thank you for listening to that message. I know everybody out there wants to support Wikilisten. Great. But on top of that, I know you're very excited now to find out the function behind sebaceous glands. I am too. Get your shot glasses ready and let's do this. Function. Relative to the keratinocytes that make up the hair follicle, sebaceous glands are composed of huge cells with many large vesicles that contain the sebum. These cells express Na plus and Cl negative ion channels. I guess that's sodium positive and chlorine. No, I don't know. E-N-A-C <laughs> and C-F-T-R. C, figure six and figure seven in reference. Sebaceous glands secrete the oily waxy substance called sebum, Latin fat tallow, that is made of triglycerides, wax esters, squalene, and metabolites of fat-producing cells. Sebum lubricates the skin and hair of mammals. Sebaceous secretions in conjunction with apocrine glands also play an important thermoregulatory role. In hot conditions, the secretions emulsify the sweat produced by the eccrine glands, and this produces a sheet of sweat that is not readily lost in drops of sweat. This is of importance in delaying dehydration. In colder conditions, the nature of sebum becomes more lipid and in coating the hair and skin, rain is effectively repelled. Way to go, sebum. Thanks, sebum. Sebum is produced in a holocrine process in which cells within the sebaceous gland rupture and disintegrate as they release the sebum and the cell remnants are secreted together with the sebum. <laughs> Y'all drunk yet? The cells are constantly replaced by mitosis at the base of the duct. Sebum. 
Sebum is secreted by the sebaceous gland in humans. It is primarily composed of triglycerides, 41%, wax esters, 26%, squalene, 12%, and free fatty acids, 16%. The composition of sebum varies across species. Wax esters and squalene are unique to sebum and not produced as final products anywhere else in the body. Sapienic acid is a sebum fatty acid that is unique to humans and is implicated in the development of acne. Sebum is odorless, but its breakdown by bacteria can produce strong odors. If you are drinking every time we say sebum, pace yourself, please. Please. Sex hormones are known to affect the rate of sebum's secretion. Androgens, such as testosterone, have been shown to stimulate secretion, and estrogens have been shown to inhibit secretion. Dihydrotestosterone acts as the primary androgen in the prostate and in hair follicles. Immune function and nutrition. Sebaceous glands are part of the body's integumentary system and serve to protect the body against microorganisms. Sebaceous glands secrete acids that form the acid mantle. This is a thin, slightly acidic film on the surface of the skin that acts as a barrier to microbes that might penetrate the skin. I didn't even know that existed. Did you know that existed? Uh, no. Okay. The pH of the skin is between 4.5 and 6.2, an acidity that helps to neutralize the alkaline nature of contaminants. Sebaceous lipids help maintain the integrity of the skin barrier and supply vitamin E to the skin. Unique sebaceous glands. During the last three months of fetal development, the sebaceous glands of the fetus produce vernix caseosa, a waxy white substance that coats the skin to protect it from amniotic fluid. Can I share a very fun fact about amniotic fluid? Okay, as long as it's fun. Amniotic fluid is primarily composed of fetal urine. That is not fun. I thought it was fun. That is not fun. Wiki listeners, respond to the poll on Twitter and tell us if you think that was a fun fact. (laughs) The areolar glands are in the areola that surrounds the nipple in the female breast. These glands secrete an oily fluid that lubricates the nipples and also secrete volatile compounds that are thought to serve as an olfactory stimulus for the newborn. During pregnancy and lactation, these glands, also called Montgomery's glands, become enlarged. Mybomian glands in the eyelids secrete a form of sebum called mybum onto the eye that slows the evaporation of tears. They also serve to create an airtight seal when the eyes are closed, and their lipid quality also prevents the eyelids from sticking together. They attach directly to the follicles of the eyelashes, which are arranged vertically within the tarsal plates of the eyelids. So, like, I'm wondering if, let's say, you have a shortage of my bum for whatever reason, do your eyelids just stick together? I don't know. I'm sure that eyelids do stick together at some times. I don't know if that is the cause because we only really know about this one factor. I bet there are other factors. That's true. Like, I did have my eye. It was impossible to open my eyes for a little while one time, but it had nothing to do with my bum. It was it was an external reason. That's um, vague information. Thanks. 
Four dice spots or four dice granules are ectopic sebaceous glands found on the genitals and oral mucosa. They show themselves as yellowish white melia milk spots. Earwax is partly composed of sebum produced by glands in the ear canal. These secretions are viscous and have a high lipid content, which provides good lubrication. Clinical significance. Sebaceous glands are involved in skin problems such as acne and keratosis pilaris. In the skin pores, sebum and keratin can create a hyperkeratotic plug called a comedo. Is that right? A comedo? We're getting pretty deep into some of this biological terminology, and uh, I'm just guessing. We love guessing around here. Acne. Main article, acne. Acne is a common occurrence, particularly during puberty in teenagers, and is thought to relate to an increased production of sebum due to hormonal factors. The increased production of sebum can lead to a blockage of the sebaceous gland duct. This can cause a comedo, commonly called a blackhead or a whitehead, which can lead to infection, particularly by the bacteria Cutobacterium acnes. This can inflame the comedones, which then change into the characteristic acne lesions. Comedones generally occur on the areas with more sebaceous glands, particularly the face, shoulders, upper chest, and back. Comedones may be black or white, depending on whether the entire pilosebaceous unit or just the sebaceous duct is blocked. Sebaceous filaments, innocuous buildups of sebum, are often mistaken for whiteheads. There are many treatments available for acne from reducing sugars in the diet to medications that include antibiotics, benzoyl, peroxide, retinoids, and hormonal treatments. Retinoids reduce the amount of sebum produced by the sebaceous glands. Should the usual treatments fail, the presence of the demodex mite could be looked for as the possible cause. Oh my God. So eyelash mites, tiny little bugs that compose your eyelashes can create acne. Other, other conditions that involve the sebaceous glands include seborrhea, refers to the overactive sebaceous glands, a cause of oily skin or hair. Sebaceous hyperplasia, referring to excessive proliferation of the cells within the glands and visible macroscopically as small papules on the skin, particularly on the forehead, nose, and cheeks. Seborrheic dermatitis, a chronic, usually mild form of dermatitis affected by changes in the sebaceous glands. In newborn infants, seborrhea dermatitis can occur as cradle cap. Seborrheic-like psoriasis, also known as sebopsoriasis and seborrhiasis, is a skin condition characterized by psoriasis with an overlapping seborrheic dermatitis. Sebaceous adenoma, a benign slow-growing tumor which may, however, in rare cases be a precursor to a cancer syndrome known as Muir-Torre syndrome. Sebaceous carcinoma, an uncommon and aggressive cutaneous tumor. Sebaceous cyst is a term used to refer to both an epidermoid cyst and a pilar cyst, though neither of these contain sebum, only keratin, and do not originate in the sebaceous gland, and so are not true sebaceous cysts. 
a true sebaceous cyst is relatively rare and is known as a steatocystoma. Nevus sebaceous, a hairless region or plaque on the scalp or skin caused by an overgrowth of sebaceous glands. The condition is congenital and the plaque becomes thicker into adulthood. Phymatis rosacea is a cutaneous condition characterized by an overgrowth of sebaceous glands. I know that we did not read those perfectly, but we did better than we have on other <laughs> lists like that. I agree. So I feel proud. <laughs> History. The word sebaceous, meaning consisting of sebum, was first termed in 1728 and comes from the Latin for tallow. Sebaceous glands have been documented since at least 1746 by Jean Estruc, who defined them as the glands which separate the fat. He describes them in the oral cavity and on the head, eyelids, and ears as universally acknowledged. Estruc describes them being blocked by small animals that are implanted in the excretory ducts and attributes their presence in the oral cavity to aphthous ulcers, noting that these glands naturally secrete a vicious humor which puts on various colors and consistencies. In its natural state is very mild balsamic and intended to wet and lubricate the mouth. In the Principles of Physiology 1834, Andrew Combe noted that the glands were not present in the palms of the hands or soles of the feet. Wouldn't it be cool if our palms could grow hair? Like what if you could have little hand hairstyles? If our palms could grow hair? Yeah. That's not a good idea for me. I mean, maybe you <laughs> want to do that. I mean, if you really wanted to, you can. You can amputate hair from other parts of your body and put it on your palms. I could. Yep. So go for it. Other animals. The prepucial glands of mice and rats are large modified sebaceous glands that produce pheromones used for territorial marking. These and the scent glands in the flanks of hamsters have a similar composition to human sebaceous glands, are androgen responsive, and have been used as a basis for study. Some species of bat, including the Mexican free-tailed, have a specialized sebaceous gland occurring on the throat called a gular gland. This gland is present more frequently in males than females, and it is hypothesized that the secretions of the gland are used for scent marking. Sebaceous adenitis is an autoimmune disease that affects sebaceous glands. It is mainly known to occur in dogs, particularly poodles and akitas, where it's thought to be generally autosomal recessively inherited. It has been described in cats, and one report describes this condition in a rabbit. In these animals, it causes hair loss, though the nature and distribution of the hair loss differs greatly. Well, I'm gonna say, Following the word sebum, it was successful. I'm happy with this page. I had a good time. Me too. Wiki listeners, please go drink some water after that fun drinking game. <laughs> yeah. If you were drinking through the whole sebum thing, uh, then one last time. Sebum. Sebum. 
This has been the Wikipedia page for Sebaceous Gland. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media at Wikilisten, except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button. And if there's a particular page you'd like us to see them, see them, see them, see them, see them, see them. See them.